Hi everyone, you're listening to Humanize Your Workplace with Alyssa Carpenter, where we chat about all things, well, human. On each of these bite-sized episodes, I'll give you something new to try to become more self-aware, help you build better work relationships, or just try to get you through a sticky work situation. It all starts with an open mind and a conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Humanize Your Workplace. This week, again, I'm solo. I wanted to you know, do a little bit of a continuation from last week. I just got some really amazing responses and just such great feedback. I wanted to be able to provide a little bit more resources during this really, really uncertain time. Um, I loved hearing from so many people who are doing things similar in terms of lessening their expectations for themselves or realizing that they were spending, you know, four hours doing a project when really if they were focusing on it, if really concentrated, it could take, you know, maybe two or, you know, or something like that and realizing what the priorities are. And instead of saying, yes, I have 10 projects that I need to get through today, being realistic and saying, you know, I have five. If I can do these other two to make it seven after the kids go to bed, that's that's really wonderful. But if I can't, maybe I can save it towards, you know, the weekend. And I know for myself, even the weekdays and weekends are kind of blending in. Um, at this point, there really is no difference, except my husband usually works Monday through Friday. So, you know, that's a little bit different for a lot of people. It's, it's pretty much the same and making up the work you might not have been doing. Um, here in the Carpenter House, we're trying to still find some sense of normalcy. We have been working on a schedule, and it's funny, we actually do a morning meeting as a family, um, 15 minutes max. Um, usually my seven-year-old bails out in like two, but it's, you know, what do we have to do today in terms of the schoolwork? What do you want to do for fun? What are you excited about? What are you thankful for? It's just a let's get together in the morning have some breakfast and just chat about the rest of our day. We actually do work out together in the morning whenever we can. We have, if we can go for a bike ride or we can go for a run outside in our neighborhood, obviously still practicing social distance, just the the four of us together. We've been doing some the YouTube workout videos and my husband and I belong to separate gyms. So they're doing live streaming things. So we've been just trying to make the best out of the situation. And I'll still be honest, like some days are this is fine. You know, I can do this. And other days I'm just, I'm just trying, you know, I'm really struggling and just trying to get it through. And I will say what's helped me sometimes is just putting down social media is just, I still have those timers. I I mentioned before, um, I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or a blog post, but I put timers on my phone for the different social channels and my email and texts just to ensure I'm not spending so much time on there because it can be so negative, um, the things that, you know, people say, the things that people are doing during this time, and I just need to back away from it and the news and everything. So just giving myself um, some space from social media has also been really helpful to do a mindset shift. But, you know, we're, we're doing the best that we can over here. I hope, again, everybody is healthy and everybody is safe. And today I just wanted to provide some potentially additional suggestions or things to think about. Again, low-hanging fruit, right? We're, this is not the time to do all these new things necessarily. And it's it's funny because and maybe I'll think differently in a couple of weeks. I'm not sure. But right now, you know, so many people are putting out there, this is this is what you can do in your free time. You can write a book, you can do all these things that you haven't been able to do. And 
I don't, I will say that I don't necessarily have any more free time. I think I'm using my time differently. I'm spending more time with my family. I'm, you know, taking advantage of those moments, but I don't necessarily have this free uninterrupted time to write a second book or anything like that. So if anybody has any suggestions on where they're finding this free time, uh, please let me know. Um, and it obviously it depends on the job um, that you're in and I know what you're going through right now, but I have not found any spare hours um, per se. So still working through that, but let me know if you have any suggestions on that spot. But just to get started in terms of different things that, that leaders can do, and I've heard from people as well, the first is being flexible. And I've reached out to a lot of friends, people on social media, just to get some you know information about what's been happening towards flexibility. And a lot of it is about setting expectations and letting their employees know that this is what needs to be done by X date. And not necessarily saying that you need to be online from nine to five, but you need to be available in some type of way. So whether it's a phone call or text or message, really saying, you know, if there's an emergency, how do I get in contact with you? But providing that flexibility that if you have to help your kids with schoolwork from one to three, that's okay. You're going to get your work done. This is the responsibilities that you have. And these are the things that you have to do. But just being really open about what that looks like because I think it can get really frustrating for people all around if everybody's assuming that they're supposed to be there nine to five but they don't really have to be and then when people aren't people getting frustrated that they aren't or people are there and realizing like do I need to be on my computer and live um, from that time so just you know giving a little bit more grace and what flexibility actually looks like and it's tough too if you had underperformers before all of this that doesn't mean that now they're going to be high performers they might even be worse um, than they were before because there's nobody there there. So just, you know, being really open about that. Last week, I also talked about kind of resources and providing those things. I've seen a lot of companies doing that um, in terms of asking, you know, what do you need? What barriers can I remove? What are things that would help you and your family at this point get things done? And some of it is the use of devices, whether it's iPads or laptops or things that can be shipped to people's homes where they can use them for the time being so the kids can get their work done, where their family is on the computer, just asking what, you know, additional resources would be helpful. And even things, um, one of my friends realized she writes a lot um, and does things with taxes and, you know, prints things out and didn't have a printer and didn't realize, oh, wait, like that's something that I use all the time at work and I use that document and I scan it. So, you know, getting access to different forms of technology or, you know, can I take a picture of it with my phone and then upload it to the system? Is that appropriate? So just asking, you know, what others need and maybe it is printers, maybe it's being, you know, connected to a different document so they didn't necessarily have to be connected to before and using the VPN system. And the next is really showing support. And this, I think, is, and a lot of these two, right, are going to be always, not just during this really uncertain time, but being able to show people support and thank you and I appreciate everything that you're doing and we're all going through this stressful time. Even sharing that and calling attention to it goes a really, I think it goes a really long way. And that could be even, you know, to show support and say thank you. It could be expensing, maybe it's a pizza lunch for, you know, your employees and their families or sending a box for like a game night for them to do with their families or a gift certificate or a paperless post e-card or just something. If you're not there and can't just pop into somebody's office and say, hey, thanks for sending that over. I appreciate it. We have to be more intentional about our thank yous. We have to be more intentional about letting people know that 
you really appreciate their work. And thank yous don't have to come from just leaders. It can be colleagues. It can be people from a different department. So if you're an individual contributor and somebody has really helped you out, whether it's showing you something or on a new platform, say thank you, right? You know, send them an email. Just let them know how much you appreciate it. Send an email to their supervisor and let them know that, you know, they took a few minutes and you really appreciate all the work that they've been doing and they've made just a really impact on your team. And when you say thank you, be specific about it. And I know that sounds really silly, but I wanted to thank you for helping me with the project. The way you showed me how to merge those documents was really helpful. It saved me a lot of time. I really appreciate it. So letting people know what they helped you with, what and how they helped you with it. So then in the future, if you need to reach out to them, they know that they can be really a resource for you. And then they know that what they're doing is great so they can repl- replicate how awesome they are and using their strengths and talents. The fourth thing is really stay in the know. And this can be tough again with virtual work, but if you're in a position of leadership where you're being invited to meetings and being invited to spaces where you can be in the know, as much as you can try to be there or try to gain that information, you don't want it to become a whisper down the lane of he said this, and then she said this, and then I think it's this, and then you're sharing something else with your team. As much as you can get firsthand information, the better. Um, And standing up for your team during this time, as so many people have lost their jobs, looking for new jobs, things are up in the air. If your team are being really rock stars, and they're doing everything that they usually do and more, this is the time to tell people how great they are. If people, you know, if you don't stand up for your team, it's really difficult for them to stand up for themselves if they're not in the space to do so. So if they're, you know, doing projects that aren't necessarily on the forefront and people see them, but you know that they're working hard and it's really making progress towards what they need to be doing, let people know that. Let people know that you have a very hardworking team because you're in that space. And again, attend any of those meetings, ask those questions, because the last one that I'll talk about today is being transparent. And to me, transparency means, you know, sharing what you know and what you don't know. It's not making stuff up along the way. Things are uncertain. It's very, very clear that we don't know are we going back to work next week in two weeks in a month? You know, and every company is really different and people are experiencing different things, but let your team know that you're sharing as much information than you can. And you'll, you know, let them know when you know, and this is where you are and the information that you have at hand. Be transparent because not people are going to start to make assumptions and maybe another department was being laid off and then they're thinking, okay, we're next. And maybe they are, maybe they're not, but, you know, letting them know kind of where you stand, that you are trying the best that you can, attending these meetings, getting that information and sharing it firsthand and that you support them along the way. I would love to know kind of what you've done as a leader and, you know, through this time and what type of flexibility have you offered or resources that employees have really wanted or how have you communicated and been more transparent? I'd love to hear whether it's during this time, during uncertain times, or you're essentially replicating what you've been doing all along, but more in a virtual way. I would love, love to know so we can share that information. If you want to share that with me or you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Twitter at not okay, that's okay, or directly on LinkedIn through my account on Alyssa Carpenter. I really hope that you're staying safe, that you're staying healthy. Um, I'm really sending just much well wishes for and thanks and grace to all of the essential workers and healthcare providers. Um, you're amazing. You're seriously my heroes and we know we wouldn't be safe and really healthy without you. So I, I really appreciate it. 
So enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the time that you have with your, your friends and family, whether it's virtual at this point or not. And we will touch base soon. Enjoy and until next time. Thanks again for listening. But did you know that you can leave me a voice message to answer any questions on an upcoming episode? Just go into the show notes and the link will be there at the bottom for you to send me that message. Have a great day.